Jose, how much do you think this series can change the history of this team and what happened a few years ago? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't think about that. But, you know, I think we have the same mindset we always have is going out there and, and try to win. You know, this is a pretty special thing, you know, and like I said, everybody just talks about winning. You know, we all want to win. There's not a single guy that's thinking about something else but winning. And I think that can be the, the key to win a, a World Series. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. It is Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Tuesday morning, just hours away. Game one of the 2021 World Series, Atlanta Braves at the Houston Astros. Let's dive into this 20 minutes. Right now, Jimmy Patsos will join us on early season NBA takeaways. I'm sure Jimmy has a World Series pick as well. That guy has a pick on everything. So we'll talk yeah. to him coming he, up. He wants to bet on everything. I mean, we would be talking to him during the NBA season as basketball. He'd be giving us... NBA predictions, college basketball, hockey, NHL. <laughs> yeah, he's all everything. So he'll, I'm sure he'll have something on the World Series coming up for us. We'll talk NBA with him. And then, of course, we will get to our lightning bets later on the show. Uh, we, we touched on it yesterday. We gave our initial thoughts. We talked to Sean Zarillo about an hour ago. Let's give our full World Series breakdown picks, what we think of this. So tonight, game one in Houston. We know it's going to be the Astros having the home field, which means DH in four of the seven games, potentially. Uh, down there in the American League Park. It is Framber Valdez on the mound for Houston, Charlie Morton for the Braves. The Astros are minus 138 favorite tonight. Braves plus 118. Total tonight, eight and a half on the game. And for the series here, it is Astros minus 150, Braves plus 125. We are four wins away from Paul Aspen cashing his ticket, which is really what the people are interested in now. You know what I forgot about, Joe G? Uh, when we were doing... Uh, shows in July, we were having real conversations about whether or not the Braves should have, should trade Freddie Freeman at the deadline. Think about how far they have come. Yeah, like and and that was a thing going on down in Atlanta. They they sure. were this is this is the tough call. Do you want to give the legacy guy the legacy contract, or do we move on with the, with all these kids and and worry about the future of the Atlanta Braves? And we can we can get maybe get some sort of a haul uh, from some team that want Freeman's bat for the postseason. And here they are, one of two teams still going in the postseason when right after the trade deadline they were below five hundred. It's it's truly amazing. It's like wow, I can't believe we were having that conversation, but. That's what that's the conversation they were having inside that front office. Yeah, and look, I, I give their GM so much credit. Anthopolis is really good. I, I feel like we talk a lot about the smart GMs of baseball. His name never comes up. It's like we talk about Friedman. Yeah. Uh, Zaidi became a big name this year. I mean, we know the big ones like Hyam Bloom in Boston, Cashman. He never gets mentioned. That guy yeah. was good in Toronto. He went to the Dodgers and hung out there for a couple of years because everyone hangs out with the Dodgers if they're smart. And then he ended up in Atlanta. And I give him a ton of credit. Not only did he not sell Joe, but he bought. And he didn't. they didn't trade any real prospects. They traded Pablo Sandoval for Eddie Rosario. That's got to be the greatest trade of the season. Like, they were going to release <laughs> Sandoval. And they got Eddie Rosario for him. So, I, I he know. Sucked. I'm, he sucked there. He I know. terrible. <laughs> Beyond how I, I, I wager on this, my, I know where my, my rooting interest is in this series. I'm rooting for the Braves in this series. Yeah. I'm rooting, I want Paul to win. And I just think it's a better story. Like, I've seen the Astros win. Like those guys are what they are. They're they're good, and I'd rather root for the Braves and Anthopolis and Freddie Freeman than than Dusty. Yeah. Oh, I know Aaron is rooting for Dusty. Wow, 
You just threw Dusty right in there. Oh, Dusty's I, fine. Aaron, Aaron, be real. Like, I think you're the only person who's who likes Dusty. <laughs> Doesn't don't people crap on Dusty all the be. time? I think they really liked him here in Washington. Okay, I think national writers really like Dusty a lot. Mm-hmm. He, here's well, when I, you spend time with him and get to know him. Yeah, he's such a personable guy and. Just, you know, the baseball season's long. All those press conferences, sitting there listening to him and all his stories. Right. It's He just brings you in. You build a connection. I went to spring training when he was the manager. So I guess I was just around him a lot. And he's got that charismatic kind of infectious personality that you just kind of want to be around. That's I, I have noticed that. The people that are around Dusty for an extended period of time love the man. And when, you know, he's accomplished so much and been around the Giants in the sport. Now, if you're looking at it from a distance, I think one of the reasons that people don't care for him, or I I don't even think that's the case anymore, because look at his team. I mean, are are the bad guys on the Astros really Dusty Baker? Of course not. It's it's the people that were cheating before Dusty was there. Um, But when you look at his career, I'd say outside of Washington, it's just been a lot of Dusty Baker protecting cheaters, like whether it was Sammy Sosa with the Cubs or Barry Bonds with the Giants, and now it's the Astros. So it's like he's gone from one one place to one place, and it's like, oh, God, you know, this guy's always around. A lot of baseball fans can't stand the players that he's managing, and that's part of it. It's true. Yeah, I could could see it. But um, as far as far as the series overall, I, I hope it comes through uh, the personalities. It's Atlanta side. But if we're, we're talking just flat out talent, flat out talent, I think you've got to look at to that Houston Astros lineup, even though when, the, during that cheating scandal, most of the lineup is not there. A lot of younger yeah. guys. When you look sure. at the entire outfield, they were not there in 2017. Yeah, they so turned I, that I over. It, yeah. Um, there, there isn't that true number one ace, which I find interesting being here at this stage. But the Eddie Rosario story is amazing. Will Smith, I mean, that was the only thing holding them back in the first half of the season because he was so terrible. It just could they find some bullpen help? And he turned it around. And when they're facing a righty, we've got Jocktober, and there's Jock with the pearl necklace. I mean, how could you hate that? It's, it's that, that, that's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's does, a lot of fun right now. Does the Framber Valdez? Uh, let's, I guess we could talk through the series first, then circle back to game one tonight. Sure. Does the Framber Valdez starting one and five, and maybe coming out for seven, hurt the Braves because Rosario's lefty, Jock Peterson's a lefty, right? They're, they're, the two guys you kind of want at the plate right now. That in, in effect, they could neutralize them for big parts of this series. Meanwhile, the only Dodger lefty that was pitching bulk was Urias, right? And he was. He, it wasn't like he he pitched two big games and, and went six innings in that series. Like Valdez sure. is right now pitching better than Urias was pitching for the Dodgers. That's interesting because you're, you're almost mm. taking those guys out a little bit. He did struggle against the White Sox in the DS. Yeah. Uh, however, that is a White Sox lineup that traditionally kills left-handed pitching. Right. I, I think uh, people are being a little over, to- over the top about this. Now, I understand if you look at the season-long numbers, the Braves did not do good against lefties, right? Uh, they are... 22nd in home runs this season, the 26th in weighted runs created plus. However, we had Jorge Soler who returned last series. Okay. Uh, you've got Duvall now. That was a, a it, later on, he made an impact. You brought up Rosario. 
he's been a reverse splits guy, right? So it's not a big deal for him, right? I, I think I think they can be all right. I think they can do good enough. And it's really about what what's Morton going to do for this uh, this game number one. So do we think it's going to be Morton in the future if uh, lining up against Valdez? Because Sean Zerola threw out the possibility of Valdez going one four seven, but it appears that Morton wouldn't go until game five. It might be a bullpen game against Valdez in game number four. Yeah, it just feels like these te- the whole postseason. I just feel like these teams are out of pitching, and they're just like just like climbing up up the mountain yeah. to try to get through each of these series. Like there's no more pitching left. Um, and then the Astros have used 56 percent of innings out of the bullpen. Braves at 49. So the bullpens are are going to make a big way of deciding this. Um, what's your best feeling on the series? So, so Sean, we had Sean Zarillo on last hour. He said Braves plus one and a half games. Which tells me two things. It's there's two things there. One, the Braves are either going to win this series or we're going seven. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yeah. That's how this plays like out. That. Yeah, I like that too. You get mi- Braves plus a game and a half is minus one fifty six. You know what I like a little bit more with a uh, with a good price is he said Braves in seven, which is has a price of plus six hundred right now. I expect them. It, it's how do you think this is going to play out? I expect the Atlanta to steal one of these two games. Right. And then go back. I'm thinking it's going to be a six or seven game series. So Atlanta in seven at that price. I like it. I like it. Didn't you say you kind of liked the Braves for tonight or no? You said you like the Astros. I do. No, I do. He likes Astros. Because I was just looking Braves money line and the under is plus 290 for tonight. That's interesting. Does for a Braves win, is it likely to go under? Or do they need a five-run outburst to, to finish them off type of thing? Yeah. 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 So I'm kind of counting on the Braves' bats because, I mean, they just like – they just are kind of the epitome of professional hitters right now. Mm-hmm. Like they, they well, are then, bombs, but they're also like they're, – they're going the other way. They're hitting them where they're not. Like they're just kind of doing everything they have to to get on base, get base run. The Braves' win in the over is plus 340. So you're two ninety or three forty, yeah. I'm not doing a parlay. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna no, pick it... my my cider total and and probably go that route. I'm just. You I don't need, have to parlay I everything. More, I need. I need more riding on the game. Like I just, just a one little single bet doesn't do enough for me. I need more at stake. <laughs> uh, so the games, pl- the games in the series, four games is plus five hundred, five games plus two ninety. Six games plus two hundred, seven games plus two ten. It's interesting that it's shorter on six hundred, six games than seven. Like it goes five hundred plus two ninety, plus two hundred plus two ten. Like, a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of discre- like it's almost even six and seven, but a little bit of discrepancy. Oh, is the seven. favorite Houston and six for the correct score of the series, or is it Houston and seven? Yeah. Yes, plus four twenty. If you're, you're predicting the series correctly, Astros in six is is your favorite. Uh, the next most likely is Astros in seven, followed by Astros in five, followed by Braves in six. Oh, excuse me. Oh uh, yeah, Braves in seven and Braves in six have the same plus five fifty. Hmm. I'll probably There's... do Braves in seven. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Braves in four or five is I mean, gigantic long shots because they're the underdog in the series here. 
I, Braves, I have a tough... Go ahead. I, I was saying, could we get? I mean, Braves at seven to watch Paul before a game seven would be uh, the, the best look for this show. I think. I mean, that's like a two week sweat, isn't it? When would game yeah. seven be? Where, we, where would we be? Wednesday. Because we're going Jeez. Tuesday, Wednesday. It's in November. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thanks. Wow. Well into November. I don't know if I can take that, but for the show, gonna, I'll do it for the show. That's going to be a long. Yeah, it's going to be a lot to deal with. No, right, one so, week on Sunday right into that That'll don't be don't 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 even put that in the atmosphere right now i can't i was so mad on sunday yeah. i was so annoyed uh the the world series mvp odds i don't know why you see i think it's kind of a coin flip series i would have the the price shorter than minus 150 which is what it is right now in favor of houston but i find myself gravitating towards Braves players again and again. As much as I'm picking Braves players or looking at them for World Series MVP, you you would think I would have a straight up bet on uh, on the Braves to win the series here. I don't know why. Is it because the Astros lineup is so deep and you can kind of tell a story about anybody in that Astros lineup being uh, being the guy that comes through in the end and uh, getting the MVP award? Could be, yeah. I mean, it's well, that's why you look at the uh, odds on the World Series MVP. There's there's so many Astros at the top at almost the same odds. Like it's it's tough to choose between yeah. them. They're all like there's no value. Was, yeah, I mean Alvarez, he won that MVP over the last two games of that series. He just didn't make an out. Like he just took over the series. <laughs> it's Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, all at ten to one. Correa is at twelve to one. They're like they have the same odds. Five guys. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna bet those guys. I'm not gonna do that. The Rosario one makes sense. I you know. The more and more I thought about it, what Sean was Zarilla was saying about Solaire, and he's in the lineup today. We, well, he's going to be in the lineup today. So these AL games, he's going to be the DH. People guessing that he's going to be in the two spot. I think that makes sense for today. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I would I, the Jock thing. I'd like to bet on that, but he's got shorter odds. And then we know Solaire is going to be in the lineup every single day, and he's going to face lefty numerous times, like. I the Solaire one just as as a dart throw makes a lot of sense in that thirty five to forty to one range. What stands out to you tonight? I, and I take Riley sixteen to one by the way to win the MVP of the World Series. I I, I just have a feeling about Austin Riley and think he matches okay. up well in the series. And he's not been a guy that needs to hit lefties. He can hit righties and lefties. So he's crushed righties this year. Morton Valles. I was just quickly looking at Morton's numbers. You mentioned in a break earlier. Maldonado is the only one in this Astros lineup to take him deep. Isn't that crazy? All those great hitters. The only one hit one out. Off of Charlie Morton is Martin Maldonado in their careers. He hasn't faced him a lot, right? He's, he was with them, but it's interesting. Farce tonight, I like the under. I like under eight and a half. Under eight and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm thinking Astros under tonight is is the way. If Aaron wants to parlay that, Astros under is right my feeling Paul's heart. Those odds just moved, by the way. It went from 340 to 300 right before my eyes. It's a little bit of a Paul Aspen revenge series, by the way. You know, the whole in Houston going bankrupt, you know, when I was down there working and the Astros <laughs> being involved in that. So take that, what? Astros. You know bankrupt? what? No, Jeez. no, not personally. No, they. they. Oh, yeah, the network? Yeah, there's no distribution. No one could see us. the best two years of TV no one saw. Braves and Seven is it. The Paul Aspen revenge series. That That's the play here, at least from my perspective. All right, Jimmy Patso is going to join us next. Our Odyssey NBA answer. We'll talk some early season hoops with Jimmy Patsos right here on BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.